everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hello, Lindsay. Hi, Jake. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm sore, but I'm tired, but I'm good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as good as can be expected. How about that? All right. <laughs> so it seems like an eventful week. A good week combined with, you know, I had a couple firsts yeah. this week, but I also, you know, the last time we talked, I had um, arrived at um, Dave and Mary Lee Hesselgrave's house for the week. Um, that was last Sunday. And so they were fantastic. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can just set my tent up on a lawn. And I think I already talked about that. And they made me stay inside immediately and do laundry. So every day, you know, it was like that. And uh, Dave kept driving me to and from where I would finish off all the way into like an hour drive away on Friday morning after Thanksgiving. But Thursday, I took the day off, and we had an awesome Thanksgiving. Um, Mary's a very, Mary and her mother, Iris, is a, are very good cooks, and they take anybody in for Thanksgiving, so it was kind of interesting. I got to meet a lot of friends of theirs, that kind of stuff. Um, so it was, a, it was good. Yeah, did you have a favorite dish? Yeah, actually, Mary's green bean casserole plus her turkey was really good but her green bean casserole because no one in my family ever makes green bean casserole Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites at thanksgiving we never have it so i had that like three times and then i woke up in the morning before i left and i had more of it (laughs) (laughs) with more turkey too yeah and luckily nobody else liked the dark meat so i got to i got to kind of double up on that yeah so that was good awesome yeah so it was kind of it was kind of sad when you know, I woke up and I was like, all right, well, thanks for, you know, having me over for a week and, like, spending Thanksgiving with you, but time to, you know, maybe never see you again or, you know, <laughs> you know I'll be in touch with them, but, you know, yeah, like a heartwarming experience taken in by people who had no clue who I was. They didn't let me pay for a thing. They took me out to dinner for some corn-fed, like, filet mignon. It was, oh my God. yeah, they were the best hosts you could ever ask for. And even Iris, uh, Mary's insanely conservative uh, Republican, and I disagreed on everything political on Thanksgiving, but I still adore her because she's, like, my favorite person. Uh-huh. She's a, she's a funny 85-year-old woman. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she uh, kept me entertained all week, so that was good. So is there a lot of political talk at Thanksgiving? Uh, you know, it was... I said something, I was only with, like, two people, and I should have realized that I shouldn't have just because I am in South Carolina, and they, you know, have all, I am from Massachusetts, so typically differing opinions, but then I realized I was the only one, uh, yeah, so, you know, so then I was like, oh, I'm going to need some more wine, (laughs) but me, it was, it was mainly me and Iris kind of going at it mm-hmm. and laughing and having fun. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was, you know, then the other half was like, oh, God, politics, you know, and me and Iris were like, we're sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. 
Um, but no, everyone I met was so nice. Even, you know, they, they funded me on Facebook and try to get in touch with anyone who might, you know, be on my way west. But, um, then what was it? Wait, so Friday, oh, Friday night, I actually was like tired and still probably turkey hangover, a little wine hangover. So I walked about eight miles and I didn't like the town I was in. It was not. It was a little scary, and there was no spot for me, really, like, no woods, really, for me to kind of run off to and hide. What was it about the town that was scary? I was just, I felt uncomfortable, like, I felt very vulnerable, and it was also the first time I had nobody there looking out for me either, you know, I couldn't, right. I mean, I could have called Dave or Mary to come get me, and they would have, you know, but, um... I went to Columbia, which is really nice, which is where the University of South Carolina is, and then, um... I don't know, you get a little bit past there into the next town, and it was definitely a little rundown, just a little, I don't know, there's just a lot of cop cars and things going on, and there was no, and there was no woods for me to, like, sleep. Right. Like, I was, in, it was basically very, like, city, like, Worcester-ish, or Springfield, even, like, you're starting to, like, look at your watch, and it's like, okay, I need to, like, be able to get a little bit out of town, or there needs to be, like, a town park, but... Yeah, this isn't having any debt. Yeah, but I need to get away from people a little bit so I can, like, go run off and hide. But that didn't happen. Gotcha. So I stayed at a hotel. Right. Um, and then I woke up early Saturday morning, and, uh, you know, I saw some camels on the side of the road. So for the first time, I took a little camel ride to hair. There's some pictures on Facebook of me. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was very bizarre. There's these huge flea markets out here. Every weekend. Like, I know we up there have, like, the Brimfield Fair and everything. They have these fields just, like, every weekend. And I saw two of them within a mile or two of each other. And they were just packed with people and things. And one of them happened to be camel rides and, like, little mini horse rides for kids. The camel rides weren't just for kids. You know, adults were doing it, too. I wasn't the only adult. And at first, the guy, I was just taking pictures of camels. And then, you know guy who was walking everyone around like, oh, are you next? Well, where are you hiking to? Where are you going? Well, was, you know, and every time he's coming around, he's asking me a question and he's like ignoring his customers having a conversation with me. And then he's like, well, you got to get up here. I was like, yeah, I've never been on a camel. I should probably do that. You know, this is what the journey is about. New things. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a little extra longer ride, which was nice. And they took my picture for me. And then that they let me take their picture. We talked for a little bit just about, you know, the journey and everything and then uh yeah and then i got into the town of lexington which is a cute little town so i had to do my first self-camping which is self-camping is where you run off into the woods and basically set up camp where no one can see you so you don't get like arrested or you know because i'm pretty sure i was on someone's property because there was like a dilapidated barn to my right and like what looked like an old cabin to my left but it was the kind of the perfect timing and spot and i didn't get caught nothing happened i guess you you've already camped in the campground on this trip yeah so was it was it different much different yeah oh god first i was alone like right i'm a little bit afraid of the dark like i you know like and so there's all kinds of wildlife around you because you're not at the campground where you know, there's constant people and cars and RVs and everything. So, like, this is a spot where nobody ever goes. And so (laughs) I'm in the tent, and I probably, it's like, 
don't know, 11 o'clock, and I called Tim freaking out. Well, and also, I wasn't sure if that little cabin, if anyone lived at it either. I hid my stuff. was like, you kind of couldn't see it, but you would be able to if you looked really hard and, like, drove around a little further. I don't know. So I called Tim at, like, I don't know, 10, 30, 11, because I started hearing these sounds. To me, it sounded like 10 grizzly bears and, like, headed towards my tent about to attack me. Mm-hmm. And Tim's like, it's probably just a raccoon. Well, it's not a raccoon. Oh, my God. Okay, it's a person. Is it, I don't know. What's happening? Something else I can't. Uh, and then I was like, I'll turn my light. No, I can't turn my light on. What if I get caught? You know, so all these would seem like, yeah, a herd of bears, which I don't even think they come in herd. was literally <laughs> probably a raccoon. But it just sounds, like, very scary when you're in this tiny tent by yourself. The only thing separating you is some vinyl or whatever it's made of, you know? Yeah. And there's no one around to help you either, which is the other thing. Is like you're, the whole idea is that you're hiding. So, yeah, nobody's going to look for you or try to help you. I don't know. Actually, that was my first time in, like, in a tent by myself, even, like, camping. I've always been with friends or with Tim or something or, sure. you know. So, yeah. So, not being at, like, a campground is, yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. And it was a little chilly, though. Uh, not the best night's sleep. I was cold. But I also had, you know, off and on fears of, like, someone finding me, uh, hunters in the morning. I heard some, like, gunshots first thing in the morning. I was like, oh, my God, I'm totally to get shot. But, no, there was just a shooting range near me I didn't know about. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was, like, hunters. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm a deer. But, yeah, it was a shooting range, like... I don't know, a couple blocks down the road. Wow. So that was a nice wake-up call. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so it was scary. I'll definitely say it. And it was the cold, too. Like, even all my, like, my tent got, got really cold overnight. I think it was 29 degrees. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I have this mummy little um, sleeping bag, but you have to literally be like a cocoon. You're in a cocoon, and you have to cover your whole face. You know, because otherwise your face is freezing and then your whole body's cold and you have like three pairs of socks on. Right. So I'm in a hotel. I'm not in a hotel. I'm in a shitty little <laughs> motel right now. Yeah. You said the TV yeah. gets three channels. Yeah. The TV gets three channels. Uh, you had to pay 15 more dollars if you wanted a no smoking room. And I cheaped out and that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> those types of things. But what are you, it's the only one in like, days like I, there's no more hotels for a while right yeah no if you have to walk there then that's going to be and yeah i put in like, a good like 15 miles or 14 and a half miles today and we're supposed to get rain mm-hmm. so i've been trying to hit up some couch surfers asking you know i'd love to walk tomorrow but then it's, it's supposed to like be steady rain all day long and if it's going to be raining like i said i went on this trip the worst timing but it was just because of my business, so I couldn't really... So, yeah. Well... No, it's the worst time. You're supposed to leave in March. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's actually the worst time, because you're not supposed to be on the road on November, December, and January. Right. Because it gets cold at night, and, you know, it's not turning into spring. It's turning into winter everywhere. Even if it's 60 during the day, it's 20, you know, it's freezing overnight. So, but... I like to really challenge myself, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I would think. I mean, again, people listening to this, uh, I would find Lindsay on Facebook. Yeah, and I'll link to it in the you know in the show description. Generally, every every little while, you post the upcoming leg of the trip and ask if anyone has a place to stay. You know, just even just a yard where you can camp out. Then that's great. Exactly, because yeah, where I don't have to fear the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, all the things I feared last night. <laughs> yeah, the law of bears turning on lights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, uh, hunters, you know, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were you going to ask me, though? Oh, well, I, this is kind of funny because I got the uh, police or fire siren going on behind me, which maybe people <laughs> will be able to hear. Um, just you posted on Facebook this thing about meeting the world's friendliest drug dealer. Oh, you are that I forgot about that. You know, that was so long ago. Um, yeah, I was in like oh, I was in Colombia. I had already I just made it to Colombia. And I'm walking down this really nice neighborhood and there's this like kind of not bad looking guy coming my direction, but like you can tell he's on something because he's like looking at and I'm like totally talking to himself and just totally on something. And I'm not all like drug oriented. I don't, you know, I know pot and yeah. And nowadays I know nothing. I'm, you know, I'm old. So I'm walking like, you know, I'm probably like 20 yards actually like down a hill from him a little bit. And he sees me and he's like, Oh, I was like, shit, man. He saw me, you know? waves me over and sometimes I find it's easier to maybe entertain someone for like 30 seconds than just blow them off because then they might turn around and follow you you know right so I would walk over hi how are you he's like oh hey sweetheart you know I'm like hi he puts his bag on her he's like you want some milk I was like guys so no like I had plenty with my breakfast I'm good like I that's weird and I'm just like how long has that milkman in his bag? Like, this guy's on serious drugs. And then I see, like, these little baggies and, like, rolled up tinfoil pieces. I was like, oh, I think milk is, like, code for something. No, I'm I'm good. I'm definitely good. Are you sure, sweetheart? I was like, yeah, I'm, I definitely don't want anything that's in that bag. Even if it's real milk, I am all set. And he takes my hand and he kisses it. And he's like, you're a beautiful girl and I hope you have a beautiful day. And I just walked away like, what the hell just happened? That was so bizarre. He's really nice. Yeah. Not bad looking. He could probably do better if he got off of drugs. But, you know, on the other hand, I couldn't have bumped into a nicer drug dealer. But then I text him because I don't know what milk is. I was like, hey, honey, what's milk? Like, is that some sort of drug code? He's like... It's freaking heroin, Lindsay. We get away from whoever the heck just offered you milk. <laughs> like, I don't know these things. He's like, do not get away. Do not take, do not buy any milk from anybody for the rest of your trip. I was like, okay, why do you know what it is? You know? Well, it sounds like you're old. You didn't know what milk is. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, this is the friendliest drug dealer I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, I could just imagine that, uh, you know, in terms of text that Tim was hoping to get from you, that would be like pretty close to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I didn't text my mom. I put it on Facebook so she could read about it later. But <laughs> once I was home in space, but <laughs> yeah, it seemed like some people kind of freaked out about it on Facebook too. Yeah, some people had some like kind of got mad. Like this isn't funny, and you know the thing is, is that no, it's not funny that this man is addicted to drugs. 
but my interaction with him was very funny. Uh, for me, from my perspective, as a person who's walking across the country by herself, completely guarded at all times, you know, to have an interaction with a drug dealer who most people would be afraid of and have it be a pleasant one is a good story to tell. And it actually happened. So to not put it up there would be a disservice. <laughs> and I wasn't condoning drugs in any way, shape, or form. And so, I, yeah, I don't know why anybody got bent out of shape. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't plan on sugarcoating any of my, you know, adventures. Right. It's not all camel rides. It's not all camel rides. <laughs> exactly. Although that's a pretty awesome part of it. <laughs> yes. But there may be some camel rides. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I had one run in that was definitely unpleasant. And I had to run off into the woods and, you know, get protection and grab a stick and you know wait the, a different incident yeah i was just walking down the street and these two guys i saw them turn around and come back in my direction you know and i was like mm. oh i hate this like so sometimes it's nice and you're like oh thanks that's nice thanks and other times you're like oh just leave me the hell alone you know mm -hmm. so they come up to me and uh they're like Oh, and, like, the pestle graves were so nice. I just brought, like, my water, like, my camel back and my camera with me instead of, like, pushing the whole car or having my backpack, which is fair. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Tim would torture me. He's like, take everything with you. You need to learn. So all I had was my camera and my camel back. So I did not have a knife or, like, mace on me. Oh. And so these guys, like I said, come up, turn around, and, uh, roll their window down, and they're probably 22 and 25, you know, two boys, and they're like, yo, girl, you need a ride? No, I'm all set, thanks. And then, like, they keep staying there, and I keep walking, and they're like, reversal, like, where's your man at? I'm like, I'm a woman. Like, I am strong and independent. I don't need a man. Oh, shit. He is right behind me, and he's got, like, three really big pit bulls with him. He, oh, yeah, man. he's right, he's right, yeah. And then, like, they, I saw them turn around again, and they pulled into the road that I was been, like, intersecting with, and they just sat there. So I crossed the street, went into the woods, got a big stick, and I kind of, like, walked through the woods for a while. Because they're in a car, so they can't drive up into the woods until I lost them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's bad interactions, too. <laughs> and those are going to happen. Yeah. Are you, so, I mean, you're starting out in kind of the relatively, you know, they're, you're going, you know, there. You're going through a lot of towns and cities, and you're seeing a lot of people. I basically go through like a town a day, yeah. yeah. But eventually, like it, it'll thin out a bit, and you'll mostly be on your own. Is that something you're looking forward to, or you... yes and no? Because uh, I right. mean, yes, yes. I'm like even today was nothing but hills. Oh yeah, because I'm getting into like peach country already. You know, because Georgia is like peach country. But I mean, I went by. You know, Peach Orchard Drive, Peach Festival Lane, Peach this, uh, you know, tree-ripened peaches. Like, and I was just up and down these hills. It was like I climbed a mountain. Something even said, like, Gilbert Summit. I'm like, when you see the word summit, yeah. I just climbed a mountain, you know, kind of thing. Um, and it, today was hard on me. I just, because of all these hills and I'm pushing my stuff and there was no shoulder, you know. So I'm, like, in the grass, on the road, in the grass, on the road, uphill. Literally the whole way. And then downhill is just pounding, too. So that right. doesn't always feel fantastic. 
but I am getting into like much more sparse areas. Um, and there's nothing really coming up. Like even Tim looks, he's like, you don't have a motel until you get to like basically Savannah river, which is the border of Georgia and, uh, South Carolina. So it's like, I like the towns where I can walk into and like, if it's too cold or something, or it's going to rain, I can get a motel. But I also like being able to like not be around people as much and walk on the road because there's not too many cars, which is nice. Yeah. And where I'm not like afraid of people. And then it's nice to be able to ditch off, you know, on the road and stealth camp. But the less humans there are around too, the more wildlife there is that you're dealing with. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's ups and downs about everything. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. there really is. Uh, well, maybe we should tell people. So, we're recording this on November twenty seventh, Sunday. Yes. So, where are you now, and like where? Right now, I am in a town called um, Statesburg Leesville, and I just kind of got into the uh, got into the town. I was in Gilbert, and then I crossed into Statesburg Leesville, and. The problem is me and Tim are kind of working on oh, okay. so you don't... where I'll go next, but like Route 23, 378, Route 1, any of, anyone around those, you know, routes into Georgia is where I'll be or close to where I'll be. Because even if you're not like directly on my route, if you don't mind, you know, they could pick me up somewhere, let me camp out, drop me back off, you know? Sure. But yeah. So I'm trying to find the actual perfect route right now. Uh, out of here where there's possibility of um, motels, but also because, you know, I have to worry about food and water, too. Right. And we look at some of these towns and they're, they're not towns. They're, you know, it's a blip on the map. So we have to be careful about that kind of stuff. Sure. And like I said, there's supposed to be rain in two days, so it's like the last thing I do is leave a town and then have nothing and then be stuck in a tent for two days because I can't sit out in the rain. I mean, if it was summertime and it was raining, I wouldn't care. But it's winter, you know. It's it's when it rains, it's cold. I mean, I'm I'm in a sweatshirt and two pairs of pants half of the day. I mean, Tim had said like the next town is Ward, Ward or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ward is next. Like the Ward area, Route 23, uh, Ward, Ridge Spring, Moneta, Johnston. These are all the next towns. Uh, McCormick is the last town, and then I'm in Georgia. So, yeah, I'll be in Georgia, hopefully, without too much bad weather. I don't know. Hopefully a week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all the stories I can remember from the week. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good week, though. You know? Mm-hmm. A lot of first, first family took me in, first camel ride, first uh, interesting meeting with a drug dealer, yeah. first scare, and then first self-camping was, you know, another couple of scares there, but yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's you know, it's kind of like, I wonder what, you know, I'll talk to you, you know, when I... Like in a month from now, if I talk to you, and all this will kind of seem old hat by then, or or what? Right, exactly. Or it'll be like, oh, I remember when there was people around. 
and could people pick me up and drove me. Now I'm just a wild woman living in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Right. So, yeah, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me, Lindsay. Oh, anytime. And, you know, as always, I'll try to get this up. Uh, hopefully tonight. Awesome. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA.